You're listening to the Small Biz Ahead podcast, brought to you by The Hartford. Welcome back to another episode of Small Biz Ahead, the small business podcast presented by The Hartford. I am John Anaconis, joined with Gene Marks, and we are here to talk about technology, technology. today. Technology. And um, John... You're going, uh, you're going a little negative on technology, aren't you? This, this is a polarizing conversation. So <laughs> most of you know, Gene works in, in CRM tech, and yes. tech and talks about it weekly and the new technology. Write about it. I am a consumer who has been intercepted by automated technology for companies over the past week. And I'm at the, the breaking point, I think, <laughs> of one more mild inconvenience causing a full-on breakdown. What happened? So long, long story short. I was dealing with a prescription issue where the the tech platform that the company uses redirected my prescription to another pharmacy. And after about, I'd say, 16 hours of phone calls, um, four hours of driving back and forth across you know different counties in, in New England um, for, for holiday and weekend hours to get this corrected because I needed to talk to a person because the options were not available yep. kind of in, in the platforms that were available. Um we were able to get this corrected. But after many, many phone calls with things that did not understand what I was saying or, or gave me the opportunity. And and the reason why your situation happened, which was for some, you know, some, uh, you know, drug that you were ordering, you know, some prescription, um, was there, it was bad AI, some type of automated process intercepted your request for a prescription and basically misunderstood it. And that caused a chain reaction of events that really caused you headaches as a customer for like weeks after that, you know? It did. And what was interesting is that none of the humans who were able to kind of discuss <laughs> the issue on a service side had, had the ability to fix it. Yeah. And that was kind of the, it was like a shared frustration. Who creates the system and yeah. how do you fix it and how does it learn better, right? Whenever you're, if you're running a business, all you hear is, is the, the, you know, the messaging from the Googles and the Microsofts and the Amazons and the Apples, you know, it's tech, 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 tech. You should be, everything is technology, technology, technology. And do you think it's like too much for a small business? I mean, is, isn't, is, is there a tipping point where more technology is providing less value to a small business? I think for any size business. So, I mean, I think about, you know, my interaction in, in the different roles I play in life, I think a lot of things have been automated over the past 15, 20 years yeah. where it feels unnecessary. And, and I'm, I'm guilty of being convinced of this, right? Like I, I think that I need something or I think that I need a safeguard or I'm, I'm communicated some kind of benefit that I, I think is important that I never use. But now I add in a whole bunch of steps that I blindly trust to complete a pretty simple and, and human task. Yes. And I think in the long run, it ends up costing more time, money, and frustration for, for me. I do think there's a benefit to automating and, and routinizing and, and making things kind of simple. But I also think that sometimes a simple user interface is actually a very complex interaction where the true benefit is not ever realized and it ends up causing a lot of frustration in, in the I think one of the reasons why people like to do business with smaller businesses is because of that human interaction. Oh, 100%. I mean, I I am at the point where for a lot of those day-to-days, um, and I've always tried to support small sure. and local, you know, I mean, it's, it's in my DNA, but there's some things where there are convenience or if you move around a lot of different parts of the country, right? Travel a lot. There's some things that are, are chain 
Yeah, they, you get they from a chain the same way. Right, right. Um, I, I don't believe that that ease is really there in a lot of instances. So, you know, when, when you have one person to call um, and someone's ultimately accountable, not because you want to call them and, and complain about anything, but you know what to expect. You yes. know that you can get resolution. And I think that sometimes the trade-off of, a, of an automated interaction is that the only resolutions that are there are the normal or expected. And I would say typically when someone's really frustrated, it's not because of a normal or expected problem, but that's all that the, the kind of solution is able to accommodate. We sell um, Microsoft products and this is not, Microsoft's a great company, so this is nothing, nothing bad on Microsoft, but you know, we, when we implement like a CRM system, um, I assigned, you know, like there's a small team to it, but it's generally led by one person. And we're a small business. We, we sell to small businesses. So, you know, that one person, our clients have that person's email, mobile phone number, you know, you know, office phone number as well. And when they have questions or issues, they know they can just, they can reach out to that person and they have a relationship with that person in our company. And that person is responding back to them and helping them and, and all that kind of stuff. If that same client were to rely on a company, a, you know, a larger corporation, and I see larger companies in mind, even competitors, that over-automate, you know, like, oh, we'll go online and fill out this form or have a chat, you know, whatever. There's, there's this disconnect that happens, you know, that you're used to when you're dealing with a larger corporation that nobody seems to like, you know, like they don't like the lack of personalization. There are some cases where people, you can get the information fast and move on. But in a service business in particular, um, sometimes I see small clients trying to over-automate themselves when their biggest benefit of being a smaller company is the humans in their business, you know? I think that it's the shine, right? Like we all, we it like is the shiny new yeah. thing and it, it's really easy. And again, as someone who's bought into it, and I'm pretty skeptical as a human, but there's been lots of times where I'm like, oh, this would be great, or we can automate this, or everything's this, and then all these things work together. I'm like, should they? Yeah. And then I feel oftentimes that comes with an investment. Yeah. You know? So the long tail cost might be cheaper than a human investment, or you think so, because you're not kind of considering for all the problems all the might be wrong with it. But what ends up happening is now you have to build a hundred more processes to like operationalize and routinize and you know i think about even like workflow management systems right so i feel like that's kind of been the maybe at the end of their peak with the past couple of years it was like everybody needed one it's like well, why like just over created brief and, and it's going to tie into your chat system but it's like and do, and do i need it too and there's something about single sign-on or like single portals <laughs> but they they never in my experience they might work the way they're supposed to I don't feel like they work the way they're expected by the users to. Okay. So if that makes any sense. It's yes. like it might do everything it claims to do, but the way that that claim is somehow presented makes it seem like the solution is going to be a lot more streamlined than it is. I've never to this day, even when you, you – and then it turns into the product. Well, if I buy this product and then I buy the platforms that work on this product, you buy everything. Yep. Because in your mind, you're going to have a one-button solution to life. Like, yep. It's going to wake up for me. It's going to cook my breakfast. It's going to pay my bills on my phone, like all that stuff. It never really, right. there's still the level of manual intervention you need to, to set up, to manage, to, to kind of conduct, which you, now you have all these other layers of complexity around it, which prevent you from kind of the, maybe the human interaction that, that solves it, right? I mean, I found myself more often, I've been going to the bank more, 
Let me get a phone call. Yeah. I just, I want a human to be able to talk to. How so, old are you? <laughs> You're talking like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I should be the one saying this, yeah. not you. I live in 1994. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, you know, and I have clients. Um, I have one client I'm thinking of in particular. They're outside of Philadelphia. They're actually in South Jersey. They, uh, the guy refused to have an automated phone system where, you know, choose one for customer service and choose two for whatever. He has, he employs a receptionist to pick up the phone because he's like, my customers, when they call us, they want to speak to yeah. a person. He's my hero. So I called, <laughs> I called some, it was for he's dinner the other day. I called on the way home because I wanted to get takeout from someplace. Right. And I, I do try, this is one thing I will always take the extra step to do. When I'm ordering like takeout from a restaurant to order from the restaurant versus like a delivery service, so right. they get the most money for the purchase, and right. it tends to be. The but same you price call the restaurant. I'm, I'm hearing like you don't, you don't even do it online. But yeah, so this place didn't have an online. Okay. So I call the restaurant okay. because the online option was like through a, a uh, right. right. And I'm like, you know, let, let them get the extra ten percent. Right. right. So I, I call the restaurant, and <laughs> it's the first time ever. Or, for this one, they went to the same thing, like an IVR, where it's like, thank you for calling. And it's, I'm speaking, I'm like, you gotta be kidding. So, <laughs> and then it's like to place an order. You can either go online or hit three. Uh, and, then, and this thing is like a small business, right? This thing is right. right. Yeah. So it took me like seven minutes oh, to get God. in touch with the person to take my order. Like, I could, I was already halfway there, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, given, yeah, you know, you expect you're gonna have to wait a little bit, but I'm kind of like, oh. yeah. Like, and it would, and, and the frustration from that just, was one level I could have been on hold the same amount of time and not cared because someone like I know that they're busy they're doing something whatever but the the fact that you couldn't even like talk to the person maybe yeah. you want to give up halfway through I'm like just you know or you say operator you try and hit zero on these kind of different oh products. that's what I do I just already zero like a million yeah. times to get to because this is what you expect you you expect that kind of thing from a big company and you dread it you know I have a problem with my bank and I'm like oh my god I gotta call the bank now and go through their rabbit hole their alice in wonderland maze of you know automated systems to finally get to speak in the end we just want to pick up the phone and call somebody to just get a solution to our problem right and i think that, go that goes back to kind of business strategy and customer experience yep. three things i think of if i'm calling you it's probably because i need something yes if i need something you're not just checking in right. to say hi <laughs> it's probably because something irritated happened like there's something that prompted <laughs> you, you to need something so i don't i don't want to deal with an irritation beforehand yes that's one <laughs> two if you're spending on technology to solve for that i don't think you should be able to limit yourself at that but like you should solve for the most frictionless so if, if i'm calling and i'm a regular customer and you can pick up my number and all this like that should be somehow ported in. Yes. Which is, that is not a, a digger comment on like the, the people using it, but the people who develop these platforms, it's doable and it's happening more often. Like yes. that, that to me should be table stakes. Yes. Because if you are, they should know you and they should know your, not only your number, but also like your, your history. Right. Very, and like, you know, Oh, Mr. Adicone, it's good to speak with you. You know, yeah. I, I see you bought this product from us. Is everything okay? Yeah. Just like, right. Like they and, know you. And if you can't for some reason, or you have to tear because maybe there's a cost there. One, so this comments more to the vendors who provide the technology yeah. solutions. Yeah. Like we got a, the new standard should be like frictionless. And by the way, that's so easily done by any small business with most mainstream CRM systems. They, they all have phone add-ons that you can integrate with your phone system really easily. So whoever's picking up the phone, they get a screen pop showing that it's John calling and, you know, this little bit of history about John. You know what I mean? That's super important to do. Well, so I have a bank that I, I've used personally. And, you know, the, for them, you can go through it to one step. And they're, I'd say, 
from my experience, the best with automated and human. Okay. So if you download their app, you can validate your phone through the app. So you do go through a one-time okay. thing where you say your name, you, whatever they do to, to secure okay. the, your, that it's you calling. So if you then call through the app, so you log in, then you hit the contact us, you call, and the first thing, it says your name, it understands your number, and I've never waited more than three rings to talk awesome. to a person, and I've yeah. never had to give a reason why until I talk to the person. They've also never had to redirect or transfer me once I talked to the person. Huge. So the customer service person had been empowered yes. and given the access and resources information to solve the problem. Yes. So, because normally you give the problem and then they re they, they redirect right. you to somebody, and, and then you have to give the whole problem. Right. Like you start from square one. So when you think about kind of the notion, and actually my cell phone company too, I would say they do a really good job. Which two things you typically don't call a telecom provider or a bank a <laughs> unless there's something like, hey, I got a question here. There's something not working right. Right. And both of them, I think, understand that. Yes. Or at least in my experience, I feel like they've understood it, which is what matters as a customer. Like, I think you understand me whether you do or not. Okay. Matter, but you convince me that. Okay. You do. And I think that that's the part that gets missing. And I think sometimes even when you're talking about people or, you know, whether they're in the project management or the HR space, you have these companies who are coming out and trying to sell small business owners these tools because it's going to make their life easier. Is it? Yep. Because if I'm going to make the person who now has to use the system really hard. Yep. Because you're probably not thinking about automating or simplifying unless right. you're trying to outsource it or you don't feel like you have time to do it or something. Like there's a, right. there's a trigger there that they're pulling on that, that emotional string. There is a, there, there, there's a real thing that has to be considered here is that if you're going to automate, it's not about you. It's about the customer. <laughs> Right, and that and could be an internal customer. It could be it your could employees, be your employees especially depending on like the, the But a lot of working. people, a lot of my clients, they want to automate because they want to save costs or cut overhead or be more productive. It's always about me, me, me. Like how can we be more efficient through automation? And that's fine. But to me, I think if you want to automate, it's because you want to make the experience for your customer better, not necessarily to cut your costs. And I think that the trade-off there too and this is what I, I don't, this is a supposition. I'm making a pretty broad statement. Here. I'm going to save the world. <laughs> People need the expertise in the industries that they work in. Yes. So if your frontline employees don't actually understand the pieces of the business that they operate in, they're not equipped to really serve the customer. Anymore. And I think that sometimes these automated tools, especially for the next generation of workers or kind of someone new in a job, if all they have to do is click a button and connect things, that, that's great when you have the the background to understand what you're connecting. Sure. But if like the responses you're constantly getting on the phone as a customer, well, I don't know if the system says this or like, that's not an acceptable answer, even if that's a reality. Sure. Right. So you think about, again, I guess I'm in 1994, but you'd intern <laughs> or you'd start kind of an intro and work your way up. Right. Even as a, a junior employee, you've got to see the way different things worked within an industry or business. And I think that sometimes automation actually kind of loses that. So if you're an HR professional, but your only job is to like click send or copy a document and you don't actually understand. You don't the, understand the big picture. It. Sure. You know, I think that's something that actually gets lost and, and we as probably a culture and an economy need to start solving for is how do you teach the expertise if you're taking out the practice right. of craft? Okay. So as a customer yourself and as a person who works with small businesses all the time, can you give me an example of um, some type of automation or technology that, that a small business has be a restaurant or something like that, that you're like, this is really good. This is a good, this is a good technology. I mean, I've got some examples that I can, I, that I can, while you're thinking of it, 
I can throw out one or two. Um, so let me let me throw out one or two. Sure. Okay. Uh, one of them is Google just recently released. If you have a Google business profile, they have an automated chat and it's AI chat. So if somebody goes and they have a question or they need something, um, they can do that right there and then. And then you can be notified right there and then that they've got a question or a problem and you can follow up right there. That's like a simple little bit of automation right from the way. And it's completely free to set up that will alert you of either a prospect or a customer that has an issue. And that's, you know, that's one thing that I think is really important. The second thing, and I know this sounds uh, maybe point of sale systems, right? I, there is where I live in Philadelphia across the street is a bakery it's like a pretty iconic, you know, whatever. And they're great. And you go in there and they just resisted getting like a point of sale system. And it was like a chaos, like to, to pay. It was like a mess. So they finally got like, wow, wizardry, two handheld point of sale devices, which not only sped up, you know, the ability to take their orders and, and getting payments and all that, but they also included a, a, like a really important thing for, for these businesses is that when you go to make a payment, and I recommend this for anybody who has a point of sale system, regardless of your business, they, they, they have the extra screen if you want to leave a tip for the employees. And I talked to the owner of the business because I interviewed her for another article I was writing. She said it has increased the company. They used to have a tip jar out yeah. front. Who carries cash to put like a dollar into a tip jar nowadays? I have comments on that too. Okay, well there, yeah, right. <laughs> so, but and, and that was an example of like she bought this point of sale system. It was a minor investment, really. Overall, it not only sped up and increased their you know customer experience going through the store, but it also like you know you just you automatically yeah give twenty percent or an extra dollar and throwing it on the cart or whatever. Their employees, it it, it it reduced turnover and helped compensate their employees that much more. So, again, there is some technology that can really help not only with your customer experience, but also um, with your internal people as well. And I, I, those are good examples of technology, in my opinion. Go ahead, your turn. Yeah. So mine's actually, um, I'm I'm going to give a shout out to a, a big streaming audio brand who launched a um a small business self service platform when it comes to creating audio ads to use on their platform. Okay. So when you think about the cost that comes with marketing, especially when you're thinking about kind of brand level marketing, sure. they made it really easy to buy media directly to produce that media in a way that makes sense on their platform and to create creative services without having to work through three or four agencies. And you can essentially do it live, right? And it's huge. delivered really it's quickly. Huge. Yeah. Um, so it's a self-service platform a, for doing that. It's self-service creative production, but it's backed by humans. Got it. So you're putting in essentially like a creative brief yep. and you know, your, your spend and things like that, but you can turn it around rel relatively instantly, especially right. when you're thinking about kind of like advertising. Right. So say you're coming up on like a, like a local promotion or kind of like a, like a sale item where maybe you want to give a little bit more oomph to. Good. They make it really easy for someone to kind of get the benefit of broad reach marketing without having to... To hire delayed, all these right. expensive agencies and involve a whole team of people. Right. And, and they make that's it cool. simple and the output's really good. So that's one I think. Um, I like that a lot. That's one I, I think has done a nice job. I think the other technology. You mentioned self-service and while you're thinking about that, um, there's a, this is not, there's a, a lot of conversation going on right now about the good and the bad of self-service. Um, for example, there's a there's a supermarket. In fact, again, this is this is public news. Uh, Wegmans, which is a supermarket chain in the Mid Atlantic and Philly and up to like New York State, um, they're they're getting rid of like their self service app. They they had an app that you can go around and um, buy stuff, scan it, record it, and you know walk out the door. You know, it's just you know, payment, whatever. Which to me is like this is a no brainer. 
but they were losing a lot of money, people stealing stuff from them. And so they had to, they had to take their sets. You have to be careful using self-service. But I stayed, I was at a hotel in Vegas um, like a month or so ago. And they used to have like a dozen people behind the check-in desk. And now they have one person. They had like a dozen self-service kiosks. And you put in the confirm number. Have you done this yet? You put in the confirm number. You slide in your driver's license. And it like spits out your room key. It was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah, a great I've, customer experience. I've never done that at a hotel. I've done that at the airport. Yeah. Check-ins, yeah. But, um, this is, it was awesome. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a balance though, right? Yeah. So if you're an industry where, and I mean, convenience is probably rules everywhere. Yeah. But some transactions are just about convenience and there's very low risk or the issues that are likely to arise are, are pretty minimal. Yeah. Then I think yeah, automation makes a lot of sense. I, I think that we've erred on the side of simplicity of execution versus kind of the expertise that comes from good problem solving. Right. And to me, that's where we start to get into like a little bit of a, like a, a circular, because then you're causing more problems that now you have to solve for. So now these people are selling you new solutions that are Agreed. causing more problems because people just don't understand the nature of what they do or they're not empowered or able to solve for it because they're kind of now barriered by the technology to make them. Final comment, and then I know we got to cut this short, but I, um, you know, uh, one other good experience I've had, um, CVS Pharmacy, I'll give you an example. Like I have a, uh, you know, we, we had a dog who passed away like two years ago. She was like a pretty sickly dog. And uh, we had like a, just a, you should see the pharmaceuticals that we had for this dog. But I would get like texts from CVS saying, do you want a lavender's, but I didn't name the dog lavender, it's my wife's name, but uh, lavender's prescription's coming due. Do you want to renew it? And I would just respond, yes. And then it would say, oh, you're, you need, we need to call for, you know, renewal from your vet. Is that okay? Yes. And then it alerted me when it was ready, you know, um, that, you know, whatever from, you mentioned convenience, whatever, again, the customer experience, that was convenient for me. You know, it's convenient when I go to like my dentist, which is a small business and they send me a week in advance, a confirmation of my appointment. Uh, that's a reminder to me and also helping them in case people don't show up for an appointment and then you got to say yes or no, I'll be showing up. Any technology that you can have that improves that customer experience, um, I think is really, really important to do. I think it is more of a priority than cutting costs. That's my thought. My I agree. final thought. And I, th- I think that's a good, it's a nice line to kind of snap it on because I think if you can make the low risk and like high demand tasks yes. easier to handle. Yes then you're probably creating the capacity for the human side to handle the more you know, serious relative or, or kind of unique situations. But I think especially when it comes to communication, you, you need to be able to give people the option quickly to identify and, and get that remedy because I think that's what gets lost in a lot of like the circle. Good. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, Gene, thanks again for the conversation. We will, uh, Pick this back up. Yeah, you know, lots maybe, more in technology to talk about. Maybe I will come around and, and find the brighter side of it. Yeah, you're in a bad mood for this conversation. <laughs> Jeez, but hopefully it wasn't too much of a bummer for the people out there. Uh, we will catch you on the next one. In the meantime, you can check us out at smallbizahead.com or sba.thehartford.com, and we will see you soon. Take care, everyone. Uh,